0: Welcome to the Titan Running Shorts Podcast with Carl Gregg and Tom Bryan.
1: Welcome back listeners, um, somebody stole my line. <laughs> was yeah. That was the master this week. Well, right? he, he did get the the whole the whole line right. He, he never said episode twenty one. I'm very so, sorry about that, Carl. Uh, So yeah, so welcome George Ashley, the founder of Active Root, um, and yeah, we're delighted to have you on the show. It's going to be a fantastic episode this week. Um, we're actually all around the table. We're not using Skype. We're we're, we're sitting. Listen, putting our voice into one mic rather than two mics this this week, so it's going to be fantastic. I'm buzzing for this interview um, in this episode. So yeah, so we have got an, an awesome guest um, on the show today. So yeah, we'll be chatting about we'll be chatting about everything, all things um, George and all things active roots. Thank you for having me, guys. It's a pleasure to be here. Sorry. Yeah, absolutely. So um, this
2: week is a we've got a lot on this week actually, guys. It's a world record week. So we'll be talking about world record in the marathon this week. We've got George to talk about everything to do with Active route HPT, and uh, and introduce introduce that to you guys, for those of you who don't know Active route And, of course, we've got, there's been some results, and k babe has been in racing action this week. So we need to come back and catch up on that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think we'll just, we'll maybe, we'll maybe chat about that later on. Uh, you know, I think there was a few records broken this, this, this weekend uh, I don't think my record really is, it's is a that record, it's
0: a record, it's a record <laughs> can't be a record, come on
1: No nah. shouting from the rooftops about it well, I, it's, it's taken me a few years to, to break that time
2: and, so. and not only have you broken it, but you've taken a We're jumping into the results here, as always, we're, we're digressing but, We've had a um, few beers,
0: we've I'm not going to lie we're we're on there. I'm afraid it's my influence, listeners. I do apologise.
2: <laughs> this is what happens when we all sit around the table. It's yeah. a it's a
1: terrible. B- so so hopefully, what I'll say is, um, you know, this is how many minutes in the week. Four minutes. Four minutes. So if it's an hour and a half, and we're drinking the way we are, we might not remember what, what the last um the last twenty <laughs> minutes of the podcast is. So yeah, I, I'm just going to apologies in advance, listeners. Um, I, I hope you enjoy the show, and uh, hopefully, we don't. We don't get too drunk.
2: Absolutely. So,
1: but we will start off as always. Kyle, how's your training been going this week? Training. Oh God, this week uh, really good actually. I mean, um, if if I step back to oh God, what did I do Wednesday? I think I told you about my my Wednesday session last you did? in the last episode. So um, when the show went live, I was tapering. I say tapering. I was re- re- uh, resting for the for the Carafas half marathon. Uh, which takes place just like, just near Bankery, Um, and it was, uh, yeah, obviously it's a half marathon, Uh, I've done it a few years now, Um, and uh, I was going into it as a a session um, in the run-up to my Chicago marathon prep, which is just over two weeks time now, Um, so yeah, looking forward to having a good hard session there, getting a good time, hopefully beating my... um, previous times that I've ran at Crafus. Um I think last year I was what was that last year Tom 71 and a half is that <sighs> that right I don't know something like that um, so this year I ran 70 minutes and 14 seconds just um, beat beat the record uh, and and yeah got got a good good chunk off my previous time so yeah really happy with how that went uh, felt really strong really light in my feet just um, it, I suppose in a way I, I I was expecting to be—I wouldn't—I wouldn't say I was expecting to be slower, but um, I, I felt a lot better than I did at Great Aberdeen Run Half Marathon. Um, I think the the training's been going really well, and I'm starting to to peak at the right time now. Absolutely, for Chicago. So okay. uh, yeah, so 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 yeah, I'll just have to see how keep keep the body ticking over. It's it's getting getting on now. It's 32 years old, and I've been uh-huh. running for God 20, young man. 24 years now. Jeez, oh. But so just to go and craft it. so I've got the results from last
2: year up. So last year you ran 71.30. This year you've run 70.14. So for me, and I, one of the things I'm seeing is, you know, you've come on, that's about a minute, over a minute you've found since Great Aberdeen run over, what, two, three weeks later. I think you're clearly coming in good form. Clearly it's a great indicator and uh one thing that's fascinated me is how we've talked about this before how you're going to go from ultra coming down to marathon and how that's going to look and it looks the signs are good at the moment i mean that is a 1714 is is
1: moving and that's
2: you that's got to give you good confidence
1: yeah definitely tom uh i almost hit you in the head with my big head growing there um, <laughs> <laughs> you watch out <laughs> uh luckily george is uh, not never the other side of the table so He's, he's safe Feels like a job interview Yeah yeah. Um, but no I'm not really happy Really confident Going into Chicago now It's I think the last uh, And I'm sure A lot of A lot of listeners Who are, who are listening I hope um, are, are probably going You know The last two or three weeks Is always uh, Is always a, a worry It's probably the biggest worry Because you're so close But If something happens In terms of an injury A niggle Illness Like That can completely Destroy your prep So these are for th- this week and the next. Next week for me is the real key sessions and the, the key elements that I need to now put together. So I've got another. I had a really good session today. Uh, Hurricane. What's his name? Hurricane. Hurricane I think it's is it Ali this one? Ali. Storm, uh, Ali. Storm, Storm Ali. Ali. Storm Ali. Storm Ali. Sorry, we're so, so, so UK, not, yeah. Yeah. not American. So, yeah. yeah. I'm sure all you listeners who are listening just now, hopefully Storm Ali's not blowing your your earphones away from you. From your lugs, um, and you're managing to listen to Tartan running shots yeah. safely. Just make sure that you are listening safely. You're not running in roads, so. um yeah. Anyway, I'm not going to go and I'm I'm kind of di- diverting now. This is a rant uh, already. This is a rant already. Yeah. I yeah. so, so had so a, so a, so a headphone so rant last week, <laughs> so let's not uh, let's not continue that this week. We've got plenty of rants for this for this show actually. So, um, what was I saying? You were saying you're coming into you're coming to form. Because actually,
2: um, again, I'm on your power ten. I'm stalking you while I sit right next to you this week. That's your fastest half in since 2015. Oh, Really? Oh, That's a great indicator, mate. That's, That's a, a that really shows you
1: how slow I've been for the last.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, I haven't I haven't publicised this yet. Now, I am because hey hey, it's my it's our podcast, isn't it? And sometimes you have Amen. to blow your own trumpet, don't you? And <laughs> um, it was Robbie Simpson's record I broke, by the way. Now, I know he was a child when he when he set the half-man <laughs> <laughs> record, yeah. but hey, it's a, a record's a record, just a, like a win's a win. It um, st- I'm sure it will sting Fat Simpson nonetheless. Yeah, it, fat, yeah <laughs> fat Simpson, watch out, I'm coming for you. Another, another, se- another six minutes I need to break now. For- but what is it
2: they say that don't poke the tiger though? I mean, he will... Uh, He'll he bounce tiger. back.
1: So, it's Robbie, make sure that you've got a race next year at Krafis, because uh, I want that record to stand for many years. <laughs> now, that's that's poking the tiger right there, it isn't it? Like that, he's it. already signed up to, to next year's race. But, yeah, no, I'm really happy how things are going. Uh, like, I, I think that's what I was saying. I had a really good session on the treadmill today. I didn't uh, go out and, and force to Storm Alley. Um, played safe and did 14 times a K, Um uh, a Kip Chogi session, believe it Ooh, or not. Very yeah, nice. yeah. Uh, Coach Lewis told me to, to give this one a bash, so I, I tried a 14 by a K with a minute recovery and felt, okay. felt great. For, nice. It's Just just uh, got the wheels rolling at 314 per K. So, what's that uh, for Is that, uh,
2: that sort of 10K half marathon pace? Uh, yeah, probably about that. Yeah, okay. half marathon pace. Half marathon um,
1: marathon okay. I, I dropped it down to 312 and I felt really, I didn't feel like I was breathing heavily. It was It was really. One of those, you know, one of those sessions. I know we've all we've all been there when you're feeling fit, everything's starting to come around, and you just think, you just feel like you're just rolling, and it was yeah, really get, getting really confident now. But I don't want to get too confident. Yeah, cause quite right. I've yeah. done that in the past. Uh, at the 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 race in Davos, I got a bit cocky thinking that I would do really well, and I died when I got to three thousand meters in, in elevation, and uh, so yeah, I just need to. But you yeah. are...
2: you. For me, you're definitely approaching bubble wrap territory. We need to start... We need to wrap you up. We just need to get to the
1: start line there. That's that's it. You know, yeah. One big race, uh, one big session this Saturday to do, and then uh, just just take it easy from there. Nice. Sounds like a sensible approach. Yeah. Anyway, it's all about me. It's not all about me in this episode. Well, um, but,
2: well, but while we're still... It's kind of kind of on you. You made a good point about Storm Alley. And I was thinking about this in my run today. So, Scottish runners, if you train for a spring marathon... It's a pain in the ass because you've got to run through the winter, you've got Storm, Ali, Babby, Charlie, Delta, <laughs> Foxtrot, <laughs> they all come through. All. It's a nightmare. There's probably of them, apparently. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: Whereas in um, in, some, in the autumn marathon, this is the first one we've had. So, my, I guess the question I'm getting to is what do you prefer training for, a spring or an autumn marathon?
1: Good question. Uh-huh. I would say a spring marathon, believe it or not. Interesting. Do you know why? Um, I think in the summertime, now you know i'd be interested to know what, what both of your opinions are tom and george like in the summer it's fa- i must swore there i didn't and um, it's really really we can by the way it's uh itunes hasn't got to yeah. to our podcast to review it yet cause it's so far down the, the pecking yeah. in order and um, we'll get there don't worry yeah <laughs> but i tell you what though like summertime it's just Aberdeen's quite humid and i find it really difficult to do sessions in the summer in mm-hmm in the in in you know outside on the beach uh, even in where i live in afford um it's it can be really hot um, plus you've still got the the same conditions in terms of wind and you know you've got the wind as well it's always windy regardless of what season mm, you're in true. um so for me i find it much easier to do sessions when it's colder um, not too cold mind you but yeah, I, I, and okay. And in the in the flip side of that, it can be snow and it can be wet, it can be rainy. But I think that toughens you up for yeah. when it comes to a spring marathon as well. Um, so for me, I find you get a good winter base, you get a good solid volume. I, I enjoy my longer runs in the winter as well. Okay. You know when the leaves are in the golden <sighs> leaves on the on the floor on the ground and the trees and the snow it's you know i think it's just a bit more you paint a beautiful picture there i, I do don't i you know <laughs> and, you know it's it's not just all about uh
2: but I yeah. think, no i think it's interesting because i i'll be honest i was thinking about this and i was thinking i think my i've come into better form for hopefully this is the way it's going autumn marathons compared to spring and i'm i think there's more there is more disruption on the on the winter but on the flip side a guy running today, uh Chris Richardson, shout out to Chris. He was he made a good point that in the summer there can be more disruptions. You've got holidays, barbecues. You know, more. It's easier in the winter just to say I'm doing nothing this weekend. The weather's crap. I'm going for a run. That's yeah. it. So I don't know. It's interesting. And the reason it came to mind is I remember reading a quote from it was Calm Hawkins' dad. I think he he wrote something about Scottish marathoners should be training for autumn marathons. Um, and maybe it was around the time when Derek ran his is, was it 2.14 he ran in Frankfurt? That's right. Which would be an Alton. marathon So it might have been around about that time that you said that. But that's always sort of stuck with me. I was thinking about today while we were battling what was an absolute ball breaker of a wind. Today was horrendous. <sighs> I mean, I went out at lunch. It was awful. And then George and I went out for a short half-hour
1: run and it was blustery. It certainly wasn't uh, still in the air. Put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> I did. Hey, in my defence, I offered them a, a a freebie to to ASV to go in the treaders with me. Okay, it was an easy half an hour. They did. I was blasting a session, so uh, mm-hmm. they they refused and they decided uh, to to leave me hanging. And I had to, I had, to ho- I had to run I had to run to which was that uh, well, extra yeah. miles mate yeah, it? that's it yeah ex- miles means extra miles means yeah. smiles or whatever the hell you say. <laughs> I like that <laughs> hey runners are always smiling not me anyway the only smile I see running is Chris Jones that's it Yeah, yeah. and Kipchoge yeah. we'll get to him oh yeah, well, uh, yeah. he's a smiling. he's another yeah. topic in himself mm. so what about you Gash uh, Gash Gash, that's his nickname by yeah. the way I hope you yeah. don't mind George, George Ashley yeah. uh, if for anybody who's a runner
0: in Edinburgh they may have heard of me in certain clubs um, yeah, well that's
1: t- kind of a big deal yeah.
0: Yeah. not not, not. <laughs> yeah so the first thing I should explain to the listeners most of your uh, your guests are kind of the, uh, the Premier League of Scottish running are more kind of jumpers for goalposts in terms of my ability, <laughs> certainly compared to your two regular co-hosts, um, I, I've only run four or five marathons in my time, and the last one was at least a couple of years ago. So, but I, I enjoy doing long runs in the winter. So, like, you, like the kind of the picture you were painting yeah. earlier is more atmospheric. Ah. You know, is there something a bit more yeah. autumnal, Christmassy? Uh, you know, plus it's cold. You want to you want to go outside and do a long run to keep warm. Yeah. And let's be honest, the, g- the gym does get boring. Yeah. So yeah, I agree with you on yeah. that. So.
1: Yeah. Cool. so I, I think what we'll probably do is you know I, the, the whole episode will just be Q&As and uh, getting yeah. at least it doesn't it, it's more, more opinions is better opinions in my exactly. eyes, you know. Because I'm, <laughs> yes. you know, no one wants to take my advice. On t- like to be honest,
2: 20, I'm twenty one weeks in now. Uh, we need a fre- we need some fresh opinions. Exactly,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, Yeah, what, you called the wrong man. What we did? What we did? um What we did? Kind of calculate. I say calculate. Um, I didn't calculate. I think Tom did because I my calculations wow, are yeah. rough. pretty poor. Rough. Yep. Yeah. Um, there's about twenty-four hours of content now. Folks. Yeah, there must be. So, any ultra runners out there want to listen twenty-one <laughs> episodes of Titan Running Shorts? Yeah, please let us know once. It's almost like a best-of
0: collection for the
1: ultra runner. Yeah, running. yeah. So, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's what we're building <laughs> for. <of> yeah. <laughs> we're working towards
2: the Christmas episode that we do. We do diddly squat because it's just uh, a selection of the
1: best clips, <laughs> highlights, highlights reel. The results of the mince pie relays. <laughs>
3: exactly.
1: Very good. Anyway, that's a good week you've had then. It's been pretty good, yeah. Pretty I, I, go. I think my mileage is about 90 that night, nice. night week as well. So I did try and do a long run the following day now. Um, you know, my coach, uh, he, he did say, so I take it you were within yourself. And I was like, ah, of course I was within myself. When you go for a record, you, you do tend yeah. to push a little bit, um, but yeah, I mean, I you know I didn't. It's not go, quite close though that one. Well, yeah, I, I mean, I didn't go completely eyeballs out and completely die in the in the, the end. Um, so so yeah, I had a little bit, not a tiny bit left, but enough to to know that I can recover mm-hmm. um, well from my next session, which is today. So I did do a long run on Sunday. Uh, I was meant to do twenty. I, I I I discovered a few different trails. Um, I got to to twenty miles. Uh, well, I got to seventeen miles. But time on feet was estimated. If it was a flat run, it would have been about twenty miles. And okay. I found a new uh, a, a hill between Afford uh, and, yeah. uh, uh, and, and Lomphanan. So the deal was that uh, Debbie, my, my wife, everyone knows Debbie. If you don't listen to the show, then. Get get yourself back to episode one, and yeah. and you'll you'll find you'll you'll know all about her. Um, so she was do, doing an easy run, um, just testing her knee out. And uh, I I I ended up she ran back to to Afford, picked up the car, drove to Longfane, and I met her there. So I ended up doing mm. seventy miles. But I found a nice little uh n- nice wee a hill. I can't nice. remember what it's called. Um, but yeah, if you go on my like I, I'm I'm sure he, every single one of you is Follows my Strava, Feel free to, because it'll uh, boost my followers, which is <laughs> <not> everyone wants. <laughs> um, I think I've got about ten, so so another ten would be great. Um, so yeah, no, it was, it was quite. It was, it's always nice, and I'm sure all the listeners would, would would understand this. It's always nice to find a new trail, yeah. isn't oh, it? Yeah, this this, this it's like trail this Denmark. this trail wasn't just a trail going towards a summit. It had like bark. It had like a bark trail and it was like this is I thought it was like stones and mud and all that but it was a bark trail all the way up to the summit nice. no shit no and like I, technical stuff no, no technical wow. it was like you know like a play park has that bark yeah. and yeah, it's yeah. all nice and it's really nice to run on it was like that it was phenomenal so lovely it, it, uh, Craig Lee. Craig Yeah. Craig Leach Craig Leach Craig Craig so if you ever fancy going to Craig Leach Google it, and then the, you'll see this bark trail going all the way up. How did you discover it? I just decided to wing it and, and go up go up creek. Weekend best uh, way. I, I needed to do twenty. Well, only ne- one
2: only one yeah. wrong turn by looks of it. The oh, we,
1: uh, uh, I usually Yeah, I tend to take a, a yeah. few wrong turns, and, and 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 the only way you can discover fantastic places as if you get yourself lost yeah so, right, absolutely well but just make sure that you know where you're going uh, if you, it's you know your run, way though. back so, Pucha, so um, it was meant run. to be flat I've always got it.
0: some bus money car that's,
1: that's it exactly yeah, <laughs> always, take your de-
0: always
2: take your debit mm. card
1: if you're uh, but then yeah. you, know, you need a bank
2: what I will say about that uh, about Carl's run is what was quite entertaining was Carl decided to send a photo to me <laughs> during his run which I'm showing George <laughs> now which is beautiful you know I mean you know you get you get some uh, usually teenage girls on the Facebook and all these things who so do these weird emojis, these uh, <laughs> photos that they distort their face to look into like... A Instagram, f- Instagram, Instagram, you know Instagram sorry. Instagram, yeah. Distort their face into something. Instabook. Yeah, some weird <laughs> thing. Kyle decided <laughs> to do that with a massive, uh, sm- a massive big cheesy grin on his face, which he sent to me in the middle of his long run. Um,
1: yeah, bizarre. It was highly
2: entertaining for him, in, I have to admit. You
1: know, I'm, I'm, again, this has been all about me, unfortunately. Sorry, listeners, but I'm going to bring this back to Tom. Tom... Told me that Berlin Marathon was meant to start at half ten. UK time. So I ran at half eight or eight o'clock, knowing that I'll be able to watch some of Berlin when I get back home. <laughs> now I get to, I get a message from from Tom Tommy saying, "Oh, did you see the Did you see the <laughs> result?
3: <laughs> F- fucking
1: epic!" And and now I'm like, what? What's he on about? I've got another hour to wait until <laughs> Berlin starts. How can he? How can he be saying this? Is like, what, what's he on about? So he gets the time wrong. He tells me the wrong time, doesn't he?
2: So I got my. Yeah, I was. I was. I wasn't thinking properly. I looked at the start of time, nine fifteen. Added
1: added the hour the wrong way. So I went to quarter past ten for you. It was actually quarter past eight here. So this me getting excited. Oh, I'll do my run. I'll be able to get back and watch the last hour of the race. No. Missed the whole bloody thing Thanks Tom <laughs> Good friend you ah, are well. mate ah, That's exactly
0: what I was about to say Yeah Ah well ah. Uh,
2: yeah, In my defence You went out for a two hour run At half past nine <laughs> I'm not sure how that's going to work For a half past ten finish
3: <laughs> ah, Anyway very good. very good Very good So what I, I stopped
1: my run And I I did that emoji selfie thing Because of you Right so it's your fault.
2: Fantastic! It's great. It's. Uh, it does make it's, you better looking?
1: I've saved it anyway. Yeah. Wow. You keep that. You keep good. that to yourself. <laughs> Grand. Okay. Anyway. So, how is your training, Tom? How's how's this week? How's so been? my
2: week has been. Last week was good. Uh, let me again. I'm struggling to go back to it. I was about eighty-seven miles for the week. Oh right. wow! So again, another another one, another one banked. I think it was pretty consistent. What did I do last week? I'm going to bring it up. Last week I did. Uh, some some trail stuff on Tuesday. I did six by three minutes, I think it was. fair bit busy running through the week. And then on Friday, actually, was quite one I was quite pleased with. I did 10 miles at marathon pace. And I did it around Duthie Park. And I've talked about Duthie Park a fair bit on here. Because it is... One thing I like about Duthie Park, it's flat. I'm about to do a flat marathon. I was keen just to lock into a pace and do kilometre laps and, and check them off at a pace. You get 250, 230
1: per k. Duffy
2: Park <laughs> Yeah, well that's the problem Duffy Park reads quick I don't know if it's like a GPS black hole or it's, such a, or it's <laughs> too know, tight it it,
1: you know what it is it's a confidence booster that's what but Duffy yeah. Park is Absolutely. so I'm going around
2: Duffy Park I'm uh, okay it might be a little it's like 0.61 or 0.62 miles so it's, for me it's okay but I'm going around it and the splits are coming out and I'm thinking is that am I running five like on my my watch is saying like 540, 5.45 pace which is half marathon nearer to me than marathon pace and uh, anyway, I I've just said, no, you know what, I'm all about the lap pace. What was the lap splits? It was 3.33, 33, 34, 33. So, good. so that was good. So I was happy with that. Probably a little bit quick. But what was good is it felt really good. I held the pace consistently. And yeah, reg- a real confidence boost one. I guess was, that's what these sessions are about. I'm five weeks out. To do 10 miles of marathon pace and aerobically really not be challenged felt really good. Really chuffed for that. Legs did tie up a bit towards the end. Um, but anyway, good good to get that session That's in. That's good.
1: Well, I, I know I just I just ripped, ripped your, your um, Duffy Park, the, the, the times <laughs> there, but <Yeah. laughs> I didn't want to give you a <laughs> false, false hope that you've ran. No, I, I, you know, I, I think it probably is accurate because it is flat and it is good. It, I think it depends on what kind of watch you've got as yeah. well because I think some of these some, I've seen some of the times and I'm like mm, I'm not sure that's uh, accurate but yeah. it's a kilometre loop roughly isn't it
2: roughly yeah. but I think it's like when you run on a track like yeah. a, a 400 metre track you, if you ever look at it it actually the lines are so far out that if you're you know if you look if your GPS is out by five metres on one side south and north on the other I guess you could be quite far out or if it's reading short I mean, I, I'm showing Carlos Strava here. Just, yeah. I run pretty much the same line all the way around. Now look at the difference there. Oh
3: yeah, it's the same. So thing, yeah,
2: that it's just like when you do a ten, if you do a five k or ten k on the track, it will come out long. And I'm and actually, and that's why I like it. I know it's, I know what the lap is, and even if the lap's point six one or 0.62 it's the split that counts. It's the same distance each time. I'm lapping at the same and am running the same line, and I was just, I quite like just locking into that.
1: Well, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask you both a question now. So. Now we a lot of sessions. A lot of there's different ways you can approach a session, and one of them is going by pace mm-hmm. or going by feel.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, you know, i will be interested to know. Like I know we've probably spoke about it in the past, but um, George, have you got when you're doing a session? What would you What do you usually do? Do you? go by one do you go do you like to go by pace or do you like to go by feel? or do you, so do, you do a mixture of both i'm, I'm,
0: I'm sincerely i'm glad you asked me that i'm yeah. very much in the camp of going by feel man so mm-hmm. um i do own a Garmin. i yeah. think i've used it once in my entire life uh so the old uh <laughs>
1: not, not, yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm old school in yeah, my running uh, training sort of mentality the, I the good you old casio
1: watch is it you Again, you took the worst out of my mouth. Edinburgh yeah.
0: Bargain Store's finest. Eleven ninety nine. Shout out to Edinburgh Bargain Store. You wore that on the run tonight. I can vouch so. for that. You have a casual digital watch on. Well, I mean, uh, a lot of... Uh, I went to a, uh, a talk by um, Jason Atkins, the the Scottish runner, a few weeks ago, and he said that he trains... When he's doing a long run, he goes by time rather than distance. Okay, yeah. And I guess if you sort of like... Um, extrapolate that back in you know obviously I'm a a lot further down the sort of you know lightly speaking down the talent pool than him Um, then I've always gone by sort of distance for my long Sunday runs and things like that and I use the the watch for you know my my, my classic I'm I'm on the road a lot with with active route and things so my favourite session is kind of the 5-4-3-2-1 speed session with a 2 minute interval in between which um, I I, I find it very good for sort 5-10k training and that's my sort of go to yeah. Um, so if I can't train with my club on a Monday or Thursday night in Edinburgh or a, a club I'm visiting on the yeah. road, then that's my sort of solo, you know, interval training. But to answer your question, um, I'm very much a man I just think that it's, yeah. it, there's less mental work involved, especially when you've had a stressful day at work or whatever yeah. you've been doing. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you you know your own body, right? So yeah, that's
1: I, yeah I totally agree yeah. with you as well. Like I think I think I mentioned it last in last week pod last week's podcast. Yeah. One of the days I had a mental day, like just not a very good day at work, just felt really flat. And I was like, the last thing I want to do is to go and run a session and look at my pace and go, oh, that was horrendous or um, well off target pace. And it it puts you down a lot as well. So Mm -hmm. um, for me, it was just about leave the watch at home, add it manually on Strava if I need to. Um, just to to analyse my data for like you know weeks to come or and years to come, and I can reflect back on it. Yeah. Um. Much when I had a good session, you know, I had no worries about. It. I just went by feel, went by the effort that I thought I would be doing. Anyway, you know, for that pace, so it was like a between like ten k pace. I ran about 10 to half marathon pace, so go by the feel of that rather than yeah, the pace of that. And, but too and many for me, too many people me, yeah.
2: too many people chase a split. You know what I mean? I think it's good to have that in mind, but I know you know these guys will be like, I'm wanna run, run five ten for mm-hmm. these and they're desperate to hang on to a time to their detriment because the last few reps they fade. And you're right, it's better to run a pace run an effort and you know really be you know confident and with that. And what about
1: you, Tom? I know you, you use your you, the Garmin and so um, I, as a max? am
2: yeah, I mean. It? So as much as I use the Garmin, that's one of the things I like with Duffy Park. Because I know it's I can just run an effort, and then the split will tell. So basically, I'm running, and I'm not. i have getting no. I'm not taking paying any attention to my my mile, my my lap per mile. But when yeah. I hit when I hit the split, I, I can get an, an idea of where I am. Um, and I get I don't know. I guess uh, I've I've been guilty in the past of chasing a pace, um, and I've had rubbish sessions that have really fallen to bits towards the end of it. And this year, I've, I feel like I'm I am running effort more which is better and i think i'm running stronger at the end of sessions as a result you've got more within you because you're running the right you're working the right systems i mean i'm no coach or physiologist or you know whatever the word, the right term is but certainly i think you're you know you're not yeah i'm working hard but i'm working the right system so i think that's something i think is uh i think effort definitely for me is the way to go yeah definitely
1: perfect cool so where are we now
2: so last uh yeah so what i do so just to finish off so I also did 22 miles on the weekend, so that was uh, another long run, finish off for an 87 mile week, so um, yeah, so nice. good week, I'm now at, I'm, a, I'm I think I'm two or three weeks behind you in terms of marathon time, so I think I'm six weeks to go last week, so tonight is five and a half,
1: so oh.
2: so we're getting there, we're, com- we're coming close now. We're getting there, yeah, just
1: keep that body
2: ticking over. Know. And Great Scottish run next week for me, so. Is it next week? A week on Sunday, yeah, oh, so, God, uh, so I need to start uh, thinking about that, but. Yeah, so far
1: so good. Scary stuff. Yeah. So, so obviously we've got George in the show. Um, so what I know, obviously, we're, we're going to chat. We're going to chat later, but I think we should keep it fluent and absolutely. Uh, just you know, rather than just put everything at the end sort of thing. So, George, tell us about you Hello. and your your running and your your training and like. Just give us an overview of you. Absolutely. We, well, haven't, we haven't even got that far. Yeah. We're still in the section. Who I, the hell are you? What, <laughs> who are you? am I? <laughs>
0: who, who is active? So, I mean, I, I first started running when I, I, I did my undergrad at Cardiff University many, many moons ago before I moved up to Scotland. I'm 36 now, so this was a while ago. And um, I, used to be, I used to be a fencer. And then I kind of fell out of love with that sort of towards the end of my first degree. And um, I decided, hey, let's do something different. I entered the Bristol Half Marathon. This mm. was 2003, 2004, and I started running around Deep Park in Cardiff. Yeah. And in that, that September, that summer of 2004, this was, yeah. I started training, just going out for solo runs by myself. Never been in a club before or anything yeah. like that. And I ran the Bristol half in 2004 in about two hours five, two hours ten. I was, you know, yeah. just sort of building up. And then uh, moved to Edinburgh in 2005. So I did my PhD at Edinburgh Uni. And the first year I again went to the fencing club, but it wasn't really very social uh, to me sort of sport and socialising kind of go hand in hand Yeah. so in my second year uh, I googled Edinburgh University Running Club and my screen went green mm. and I joined a club called the Harry's I'm sure many of your listeners know Edinburgh Uni Harry's, Harry's, yeah. Harry's. it's it apparently sporting a t-shirt from <laughs> looks like Hollister but has <laughs> <interesting> <laughs> Edinburgh written on it in green and white yeah. um, and uh, I realised this was 2006 7, and I realised they're all sort of competitive runners, but they also like to pint or, or many pints. So that's sort of where my sort of journey with running started. And then, um, drinking
2: and running, drinking and running, actually, yeah. the two go hand in hand, like then, uh, like any good student runner. I mean, even Andy Douglas
1: alluded to that when he was on. Uh, well, hey, I mean, that's, you know, that's probably
0: why I fell in love with running and became so good in the first
1: place. Yeah, well, um, and we're gonna, we're gonna, uh, later on in the show, we're gonna chat about the how the combination can go hand in hand and open up a lot of opportunities and uh, friendships as well and too true very very true I know yeah Um, Yeah. so
0: uh, yeah so I finished up with Edinburgh Uni in about 2009 and I was lucky enough to get a job that kept me in Edinburgh which is a very hard city to leave I'd made so many good friends and wanted to stay and uh, join the world-famous Hunter's Bogshotters, the, bra- the Brown... HPT. Uh, yeah. You're taking the words out of my mouth. The, uh, the Brown Vested Warriors, in the Scottish running scene. Um, the dishonorable gentleman
3: of H.B.T. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. so, yeah. on in.
0: <laughs> I've known for many things in H.B.T. This, I say this B side larga is going down very well, I have to say. Um, cheers. So, um, yeah, I mean, over the last sort of... Up to the modern day, I, I've, I've been a sort of avid cross-country runner um my skill level's gone up and down i've done various marathons amsterdam um i've done edinburgh a few times um my, the hardest thing i've done so far which is probably going to be sort of uh zenith by the end of this year with the glenangal okay. 33 was the man versus horse oh, four oh, years yeah. ago in wales which oh, is a right. 27 miles of uphill which, yeah. downhill hell in a very yeah, it's sunny a day man's race old man's race. But running, you know, running was against very good runners and people on horseback.
1: It what's it like when the does a horse go whizzing past you? Or? Yeah,
0: absolutely. Obviously, there's riders. It's a bit dangerous,
1: horse. you know, when you're racing horses. Well, what's a race without a bit of
0: danger? You <laughs> yeah. need a bit of risk taking in life. Yeah. No, um, I mean, obviously there's safety measures. Yeah. yeah, that was sort of one of the sort of the higher end things. But like as I've alluded to earlier, my my overall running ability certainly compared with you two fine gentlemen's uh league below you've got some so,
1: good times behind you right? it's Better about five years ago right, yeah, um, so, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So, our head to head
2: for a while was quite tight gash. We, was, we had quite a tight rivalry for yeah,
0: back in about 2013-14 for those of you who are like uh, Abadie Metro runners and more of North Scotland yeah. based the note on in his current form uh, I we did go head to head for quite some time yeah, yeah, and so. at the Harry's as well it, And the Harry's, uh, but then he well, I think it's more due down to his wife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is I, very true. Hey, take business. the words right out there. <laughs> <Yeah, I mean, laughs> being, being the, cal- the, the, the high-grade calibre runner that Fiona Bryan is. Um, and then um, Yeah, my, my running took a, a, a digression a little bit. So, yeah. professionally, I'm away from Edinburgh quite a lot working. On the, yeah. on the, I was a sales rep for many years before Active Root came along. Um,
2: but in terms of your running, I mean, we'll, we'll come to Active Root, but you are now training for the Glen Noble 33. I am indeed, deep The Glen yeah. Ultra. So, how, how is that training going, and how is... How are you feeling about this race? In November. Yeah, what... with
0: um, anticipation and anxiety really. Um, so my mm-hmm. my training because I'm working many weekends, as anybody who knows what ActiveRoot really is and has seen it and about, you know, we're doing we're sponsoring races and things like that. So getting that long Sunday run in has proved challenging. So my longest run so far was from Edinburgh to Linlithgow, which is about twenty one miles. Yeah. So I am I am getting the long runs in yeah. sort of I'd go out on a Monday morning or a Wednesday evening or something a bit more unorthodox compared to somebody who would do a, a long run on a Sunday race yep. on a Saturday you know and a rep session and a yep. few sort of six milers during the week yep. um, so my life is far from ordinary at the moment yep. but, I think, sort of uh, so, sorry, but I
1: think sorry to butt um, in but it's a valid point you make like every listener and uh, not every listener not uh, again not every listener is going to have the same schedule like Monday Absolutely. to Friday 9 till 5 and we, we always speak about our training saying, yeah, we're going we're gonna to do a session on Wednesday, we're going to do a session on Saturday, long run Sunday. But what's really important to note is, like, you know, you've nailed it in the head. You know, you if you can get the, the key, depending what availability you've got in terms of training sessions and time, if you can get those key sessions and it doesn't really matter how and where you do it. It does matter, but if you can squeeze them in during that week you could end up doing your long run on a Wednesday because you've got yeah. a day off or a half day absolutely um, yeah. and then you can end up doing your Friday night it could be a Friday night yeah. you could do your interval session um,
0: it applies to people who travel work for work or yeah. maybe work shifts or you know have, doesn't have the the kind of the, 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 the nine to five that obviously a lot of your listeners would have and yeah. fair enough but yeah. uh, you've kind got to squeeze it in when you yeah. can you know so, I think that's really yeah, yeah I think
1: it's really important that you know we we even at some point we discuss how we, how how is there, or how can people squeeze their training in when their lives are, they work shift work, they do maybe yeah. 50, 60 hour weeks, um, they have a, you know, on, they've got kids, they're commuting, um, they can only manage three sessions a week. Can you do more? Or a question would be, you know, Is three sessions enough? Can you get away with doing three sessions if you've got a really hectic life?
0: Yeah, I mean, a lot of good friends of mine in the past who are good runners have said three sessions is quality over quantity. So you do your your 15 to 20 miler on a Sunday, a speed session, and a a six mile solid, Um, say on a Thursday night or something like that, or a hill session. You might not get to the level that, for instance, you are, car, but you'll be a a decent club runner who can be competitive. And and
1: I think as well, like, you know, if that is the case, you know, I think it also depends on what goals you're setting as well yes. you know, if you're setting a, exactly. a, a goal exactly. y, y, you know that if you can only do three sessions you have to make sure that goal is realistic or mm-hmm. you know you set yourself right my marathon my, my time three hours and thirty I want to break three hours and ten or something then mm-hmm. is three sessions going to be enough I don't exactly. know, you, know and, and to be uh, fair,
2: you have some yeah. people who are yeah. if your goal is genuinely completion then that's that's fine and you might and you're going to look at just maybe not going you know uh going sessions you're going to be looking at mileage or or mileage when you can we've talked about squeezing in when you can as well i mean i'm a mass you know i'm I'm, i run at lunch two or three times a week if you've i'm fortunate if i can do that if you can do that do it i know guys who will drop their kids off to to football training and run for an hour while their kids are football training it's about squeezing in when you can and that's um you know i think you know, it's something that people should see. Should take that as a challenge to see when can you get it in and use that to motivate yourself.
1: Yep. Yeah, definitely. So opportunity. Going back to you, George. You know, you've got a hectic life. You know, I see you're all over the UK. And, you know, you're working. <laughs> to <be>. You're working <laughs> hard, <laughs> and but you're still getting it in. You know, you're still getting the sessions. I'm trying to get it in. in. I, mean, I mean, you're I, doing. You I'm, I'm, what I'm some weeks
0: I do laps. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm certainly not looking for any PBs or. Uh, or records to be broken when I do the Glen Eagle. It is my first ultra marathon. I probably should stress that point. And something that a good friend told me a long time ago: try something new every year. So yeah. in 2019, cool. I'll try my first triathlon. And so, like I said said earlier, like I've been doing sort of um, road running, ten k, five k, and cross country for so long now. It's time to maybe sort of nice. you know, expand my running interests slightly. So why not do a why not do a an ultra marathon? This is, like, yeah,
2: I'm feeling like I'm getting ganged up on here because this is all I get from Carol all the time is. It's time to do an ultimate,
1: Come on, <laughs> Ultimate <laughs> time. You're older than that time. Yeah, what than you In my age, jeez, yeah. you've only got like a year left. What I don't have, unlike you gents, a beard. That's the difference. <laughs> hey, Why you never. Yeah, you, you tried yeah, yeah, sporting yeah. a beard a few episodes ago, <laughs> it was bloody horrendous. It was the last time we sat down together, actually. You look like, you look like
2: you're begging for that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. so <laughs> that's so what? what Changing what, the subject, now. we are going to change the subject. We're going to move on. So that's that, that's good to hear about George and your background and your uh, and your running and your training. We'll come back to active Root. While we're still on training, I think it's a good time to talk about some results. I'm gonna start with the Craftis Half because that is uh, that leads on directly from um from Kyle's week. So the Craftis Half, which is a half marathon up here in in uh, in Aberdeenshire, it's in in uh, yeah, as Kyle said, just outside Bankery. Lovely route, um lovely sort of country roads route bit of trail. So that was one in a in a course record by Mr. Kyle Gregg, Metro 110 14. Second place was also Metro Aberdeen, Jason Kelly in one fourteen oh two, And in third place, completing a Metro Aberdeen podium clean sweep on the men's side was at Ben Ward Beer Runner, our favourite Instagrammer, Ben Ward who, Metro Aberdeen, who ran one fifteen fifty five. So well done to you, chaps. Is so Ben Ward Run Beer? At ben Ward Run Beer. Beg your yeah. pardon,
3: yeah, Mr. Get it Ward. Right.
2: On the women's side, we had another Metro Avenue win, Alison Matthews, who came home in one thirty-two fifty-nine, second second place, who I believe is unattached, Rebecca Young in one thirty three oh two. so pretty tight there, that's three seconds in the, between the first and second women. Oh yeah, really watched, tight, it was really
1: yeah. tight, um, I, I watched some of it and I was like, oh god, who's going to win this one, but... Nothing worse than a sprint finisher in a oh. long, you know, a half marathon or a marathon or an ultra. I've, I've been in a sprint finisher in an ultra race and that wasn't nice. Makes for exciting uh, finish. Oh, yeah. yeah to it watch, wasn't yeah. just a one sprint finisher, it was a two way sprint finisher.
2: Oh, dear. And um, the third place wasn't a sprint finish, but still in third place was uh, Pamela Morris in 135.35. What else have we got going on last week, Cal? Uh, what do
1: we have? The Cumbernauld 10K. Do you want to talk about the Cumbernauld 10K? Uh, Yeah, yeah Uh, So Our man um, One of the run run One of the run betweeners Jack Arnold From uh, Belly Houston Harriers Now We spoke about Jack uh, In in previous episodes And uh, Mainly because of You know My connection with him At at the Aberdeen Uni When he was in the athletics club And his uh, You know His His improvements Been phenomenal Like you know He was a 38 minute 10k runner um, Back Back a few You know about 10 years ago now and he's running 30 mm-hmm. low 32s now and uh 50 minute 5k's a, a 70 minute um half uh 230 half marathon and yeah, um, you know he's a, he's really he's a completely different runner now and, uh, and this is probably one of his um yeah one i, I don't know if this is his First major ten k um, road race victory, but it's one of them anyway. Uh, it's good a good window. win to win the Cumbernauld ten k in thirty two forty three. Not a PB, but hey, like it doesn't matter when you you win a race. It's not all about PBs. It's about winning the race first. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, really good to see Jack uh, smashing up at Cumbernauld. Um, second place was Jonathan Roebuck. um Not sure what club he's in. And thirty three thirteen. Alex McGarity. Third place in thirty three thirty one and uh, Oh god. Every week. every week. Every <laughs> week without without fail. Now I'm gonna put a bet on next week that so she, she's not gonna be in the results
2: She's running in the rest marathon, so right. I think
1: she will do. It. There you go. So my bet's already lost <laughs> and I haven't even placed it yet. So um Sheena Logan from 5 A C thirty seven thirty two. So well done to Sheena. Um, you know you're gonna have to I'm just going to have a, a wee section in the show just for you. <laughs> um, second female was Car- Christine, Chris- sorry, Kristen Lowney, uh, PH Racing Club 38.38. And in third place is Ruth Fraser Moody, um, third place. And also first vet mm, yeah. in 38.48. So well done to you guys and That's well true. done to everyone else. Uh, well, I, I'm just looking at the results now. 29th place. Robert, <laughs> yeah. 29th place, Robert. Yeah. No surname, just it's Robert. It's the Kirk and Olympians equivalent of Ronaldo. So, so, yeah, there you go. Robert doesn't have a surname. No, no surname no, required. So, yeah. so well Robert done to Robert, Robert for... Of Kirk and Dillard, That's right, for having a a a, a great uh, a great name. Well,
2: on that. the just on the results. So Sheena, one thing with Sheena, obviously I know Sheena from school, um, but it's interesting to see Sheena appear in the results every week. And doing these results, it's interesting how many people appear week in week out. Yeah, is, Sheena. Yeah, Sheena mean, ran some... Great Aberdeen. She ran um, Great North. Yep, yeah, she did. And there's another, there another race she's won recently. So and she's running. We'll talk about it later on, but she's running. The, the Loch Ness Marathon on the weekend, so um, I'm just fascinated. And to be fair, we mentioned it with Chris Jones last week; he was another one. He had three races
1: on, yeah. on three weeks. Yeah. Uh, now I'm just. Who, what, what, what race is this? Yeah. What race is this? So this is the Round
2: Cumbria Ten
1: Mile. Right. Out. I'm, I'm going to this a, a name I want to mention there. I saw it at the bottom there, but let's. Right. We well, Joe,
2: I'll, I'll do the results, and you can you can pick up this guy. So on the results side, very quickly with John Bell of uh, IAC. Now I'm not aware which club that is actually. Uh, anyway, he won it in fifty three twenty five. Gregor Yates, Bell Houston Harris, second in fifty five oh four, so you know, quick stand at the race. And third was Alan Blair of Garskin Harris in fifty seven nineteen, which is uh which is strong. In mean, the
1: Athletics Club. Oh. Possibly, yeah. yeah. What race is that then? This is, is the
2: round Cumbria ten mile which I believe is a lap ten mile of the of the island.
1: All oh, right, wow, okay. So um, pretty quick. Connor McNulty. He was really strong years yeah. ago. No, he was. Uh, Conrad Slugger,
0: McNulty.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So when we were at uni, yeah. he, won,
1: he won the. Uh, Reebok, was it not the Reebok cross country event? Was it, was it not? Ah, like exactly. he, he was, was a runner. solid runner. Yeah, yeah, yeah he won, yeah, he yeah, won the
2: yeah, Scottish yeah. unis. I, yeah. I'm sure yeah. he did. Yeah. Yeah. He was a GB runner I And mean, he's, he's now running in, he's as now a junior.
0: You, yeah, so good to see him on results if it's the same guy.
2: Yeah, it
1: might not be. I don't. Yeah. Um,
0: How many Conor Mcnulty's are there in the running scene? Well, Not
1: that it, many. Yeah, it can't be that's that many. 103.10 So you know he's maybe a bit off what he what he used to be. I hope so. Anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean it would be great to see him there. Uh, yeah. Uh, doing a Rocky Balboa.
2: Coming back. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Ba-doom. So yeah. on the on the just to wrap up on this on the women's side Claire Thompson VP City of Glasgow won in one hundred three fifty second place Laura Wallace of Air Seaforth AC in 105.05 and third was Katrina McDonald of Bell Houston Roadrunners in 105.09 so uh, a well attended race from certainly the Glasgow clubs we also had a Metro Aberdeen big shout out to Dino Rosias who ran at 1 hour and 27 I believe it was a 10 mile PV for him so very good good to see some uh, northeast representation on what looks like a really cool
1: event actually running the circumference of the island yeah I mean I I I must say, Tom, I didn't know where the hell it was. I thought it was. I thought you got it wrong. Uh, it was a Scottish <laughs> <laughs> local events, not international events. So uh, excuse me for my ignorance not knowing where that was. But it's, yeah, uh, yeah, really good to see. Uh, it might be good to see. Uh, it might be a nice wee um, social excursion to the yeah. island next year for the club. Yeah, could, absolutely. Or for TRS. Yeah. TRS, 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 yeah. TRS away day. It's yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> broadcast for yeah, many different locations. Yeah. There's the... Uh, I'm sure I saw it
2: somewhere um, anyway I've lost it right uh, maybe that one.
1: yeah so uh, the Salomon Skyline series were this weekend as well now there's there's quite a lot of different events on during the the weekend it was the Kinloch it's, it takes place at Kinloch Leven. Um I, I'm sure you're aware of it as well George no doubt we were invited to it All we, right. we but, couldn't
0: go we were too busy unfortunately uh,
1: yeah. yeah, so a really uh, a, a, an amazing international field, I must say. Um, and there's a number of different events during the whole weekend. Now, what I would urge you to do is um, is to have a look at the website and and you know make a note of it for next year because it's, it's it, everyone I know who who is taken part says it's a, it's an unforgettable experience. And um, so the events yeah. are the fir- on the Thursday night it's the Salomon Mamoru's vertical kilometer. Um, then you've got the Salomon Ben Nevis Ultra. Then you've got the, the Ring of Steel Sky Race, which is probably the pinnacle one. Um, and you've then got the Galenko Skyline. So it's um, yeah, uh, it's a festival of, of mountain ultra running, really. Four days, four yeah. days. Yeah. yeah. Um, now I, I was gutted I couldn't attend, but I mean, any of those races taking part in marathon prep would be probably a bad idea. <laughs> um, <Yeah.
3: laughs> so
1: so yeah, I was advised to do a nice uh, easy flat ish uh, half marathon mm-hmm. in the weekend. So uh, something I would like to do next year, and uh, maybe that'll be Tom's first ultra. And uh, mm-hmm. George will have the ultra running, mountain running uh, bug yeah. after his Glen Ogle 33 in oh, November. So I've
0: heard you do catch it, and it's pretty contagious. And yeah, it uh, doesn't, doesn't leave the system very very <laughs> easily. So I guess <laughs> only time will tell. Yeah.
1: So, yeah. yeah in the first day and the, the, the day after you're like, I'm never going to do an ultra again but give yourself a couple of days and you'll um...
0: I'd imagine it's like doing your first marathon the sense of achievement is so ingrained after a few days you just want to repeat it and get the same high right yeah so. I've, I've am
2: i right in saying that this was the 2018 sky running world championships yeah
1: so so that's right i haven't finished yet tom so Sorry, yeah, yeah no, no, there, that, that's okay you can button whenever you like uh so no yeah it was the sky running world championships and all the different events so it was yeah um really a number of different uh countries who were who were represented during the the races um uh, we had America, the US, obviously Britain, here, uh, Ecuador, Italy, Norway, Spain, Sweden, Switzerland, and the Netherlands. Uh, You'd think I just um, uh, Read wasn't reading that. Wasn't <laughs> that. <laughs> so, um, one of the, 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 the races we were chatting about, um, the Ring of Steel, we had uh, the Salomon team athlete, uh, who is the, the man who's always in the show. Not interviewed him just yet, but hopefully we'll get there one day as T- Tartan Running Shorts um, exposes ourselves to many sure. more listeners. The Salomon Ring of Steel, so he won that in an impressive record, um, 20 minutes faster than the record set last year, in three hours and four minutes. Mm-hmm. Killian journey. Um and not only did he win that, he then, the next day, which is com- incredible.
3: Unbelievable.
1: Um, he triumphed in the Salon and Glencoe skyline um, and won that by a not a, as big a margin, but it's a win nonetheless. Uh, in three hours and thirty-seven minutes, like to win two, you know, long-distance races back to back, like that's and, and in pretty bad weather as well. Uh, yeah, the, the the conditions were. Red. I don't think they were. Um, the I think they had to shorten yeah. the the event um, right, yeah. because of that. Um, I mean, it is obviously pretty dangerous. The, you know, these races—it's on a ridge. You know, it's Aye. There's a lot of um Ultra hill running really. You've got that. to have experience yeah. and, and to to be able to do some of them in terms of the you know negotiating the ridges and being able to be sure-footed when you're when you're running them as well. So, um, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I you know I, I can't. I don't know what to say other than like you know Killian's just. He's an unstoppable animal. Yeah. And an animal at the moment you know like whatever he's doing and the, the thing we, we, we you already spoke about it. back to back racism wins he's doing I know it's crazy like so to do that yeah impressive now yeah just going going on to some of the other um, racism mean, we had you know there's that many results we, what I would encourage you if you want to have a look at the results just yeah. go online and Go, you know, you can have have a look to see who who who, uh, who was competing. Uh, we had some locals, metros doing it as well. We did, yeah. Um, so yeah, well done to a Hamish Battle. Hamish Battle, he strong was forty fifth, I believe, in yeah. the ring. Was it the I mean, Ring of Steel? Oh, so, so To be
2: fair, Hay- so Hamish who's a uh, you know strong Hay- Hamish, stronger on the on the hill running. So he was he did the VK and the Ring of Steel.
1: So uh, you know, strong weekend from him yeah well done Hamish that that's probably about it for the unless there's anything else we want to chat about no Maybe. I
2: think that's pretty I think that pretty much covers the results yeah. there I guess the only other result we haven't really talked about is the world mountain running champs
1: yes we Yes, yeah, so we ha- obviously had Andy Douglas on the, on the show two weeks ago is that right
2: uh, yeah. that's Two weeks ago, yeah. Yeah. Thank you again, Andy. Great feedback actually from that interview. Good. Cool. I, I personally I, one of my favourites we've had. Really enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, well credit to the interviewer as well. Yes <laughs> <Well, say that. laughs> <laughs> uh, to answer the questions to provide the good answer. Um no, no, in, in hindsight no. and uh, Andy, yeah, really really great that you came on and um so yeah, so in terms of the results we we actually had um We've mentioned him in the show in the past. Jacob Atkin, uh, who is, it, it, you know, if I was putting my, uh, you know, a bet on, I knew he was going to do well. I just think he's been flying just now in terms of, and it was a Napole only course, which would have suited him. Okay, and uh, I know he did the, he did one of the vertical former races. Um, Sorry. Uh God, what was that? A couple of was it was it was it part of the UTM? No, it wasn't part of the U T M B, was it? Oh god, I can't remember. Um, uh, was it sure. trail, I'm Mont, uh, No, uh, Mont- actually, I'm
2: being a stalker I've actually got him up here. Yeah, he did the VK at uh, Chamonix. part of the On the 29th uh, of June. That was part of the that's not UTM B, that's the Montblanc Marathon. Mont Marathon, that's yeah. right, yeah. Now he ran that trail. by
1: a good few minutes. Now and that field was stacked with some good runners and like to see a result like him and the he, he's just flying at the moment. Uh I, I know he's he not only is he flying in terms of the you know, the mountain running side, he's mm-hmm. he's also improved his ten K time as well. I think he's down to thirty one minutes for a ten K, which is, you know, fairly mm-hmm. shifting. Um so yeah, he's he's putting it all together and And Sierra's uh, I mean, you know, he was
2: tenth yeah. not yeah. so far behind the was I mean that was the him, Mandy Douglas and obviously goes Robbie who was second all in the top Top ten. Yeah, definitely, places.
1: yeah. And those guys the the people he was beating there were some of them are full time athletes, uh professionals who are, you know, doing it as part of their job and
0: talking Jacob, I gotta add he's a lovely guy as well. went to a talk by him in yeah. Edinburgh, really nice lad. Yeah, no, yeah,
1: there you go. So um yeah, I know, George, yeah, Jacob, as, Jacob yeah. as well. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. met
0: him, I met him through uh, James Bordy, who's yeah. uh, part of AXF and um, just uh, very, very nice. He's only 22 and he's got the personality of an absolute diamond. So yeah, brilliant. Was, yeah, as well yeah. as being a kick-ass yeah. yeah.
1: runner. Yeah. So, nice. so it's re- yeah, really good to see Jacob doing so well. I haven't even told him, it mentioned his result yet. He was sixth at the World Mountain Running Championships yeah. as a senior. And he's an under-23 athlete still. So, real... Potential. Um, I know uh, Robbie Simpson's took him under his wing just now, which is really good to see. Um, So yeah, well done to Jacob. Uh, Standout performance for me. Uh, We had uh, in sixteenth place was Chris Arthur Um, in sixty minutes. Well, times really irrelevant. Yeah, Yeah, uh, and uh, our man um, Andy Douglas was twenty fifth place. So yeah, well done to to Andy. He, he, I know it wasn't all all uh, flying colours, you know, for him, he actually got lifted off the mountain. Um, I think oh, he really? suffered suffered from heat exhaustion. Oh, um, so, yeah, gave it gave it his all, and uh, it just didn't, didn't work out for him in the day. So, uh, commiserations to Andy, I know you were disappointed with your race. finishing then? Yeah, yeah, oh, wow. totally. So, he was 25th. I know he was gunning for, you know, he would have been gunning, for, I don't know what his A goal was, but... You know, he was, uh, I think, fifth or sixth. Um, oh God, sorry, Andy, I should know this. And um, the the last, you know, the, I think his best results, fifth or sixth in the world well, mountain running champs. So, yeah, um, nowhere near what he would have, he, he's capable of doing. Um, yeah. But, hey, you know, as long as you're on the mend, Andy, there's plenty of other races that you can crack on and do well. And so... Uh, Yeah, well done for completing that and giving it your all, which is great. Um, In the women's side, um, we had the under-20 women. Now, notable for for us because we've got a few uh, Scottish girls in in the race. I say a few, we've got a couple. Lauren Dixon from Last Wade in 17th place. So, yeah, brilliant result for Lauren. And uh, our local girl, Anna McFadden as well, uh, who... Uh, finished in 29th place, so again a forest harrier. So well done to you and Enbyuni know, here and here. So well done to you, Anna, for that result as well. and We're hoping to get Anna on the show as yeah, well. Yeah, that would uh, be fantastic to to chat about her her trading and her racing as well. So well done, Anna. Very Go good. So I think that
2: pretty much wraps up the results we want to talk about in terms of Scottish performances. The last thing we're going to touch on because we can't not talk about this. We're uh, a podcast that focuses on, on running and mainly endurance running the Berlin Marathon so unless you've been living under a rock you will be aware that on Sunday Elihu Kipchoge broke the world record 2 thirty nine. I mean unbelievable unbelievable stuff I mean I, I think there was a favor, a fairly high chance he was going to break it I was not surprised we weren't surprised see him break it but to take that much time off it the world record leading into it was Dennis Kimetto, um I'm spitballing think it was 202.58.
1: Yeah, it's about that, So, year, yeah. he
2: took a minute off it, over a minute off it, and I understand that's the first time in like 15 years over a minute's been taken off the marathon world record. It's unbelievable stuff. He went through halfway in 6106, so I believe it, the, pace, the Pacers were supposed to, well, planned to go through at 61 minutes. Two of the three pacers didn't even make it to halfway, so he was left with one pacer at halfway, 6106, so that's a just over 202, 202.12, half split. The commentators are saying he's gone out too hard, Dennis came out with closed quicker, so he's gonna come under some pressure, and his pacer dropped out around about 25k, leaving him 17k solo. And the guy smiles and runs himself all the way to the finish in 2:139 which is a negative
1: split closing in about it's like 60, 30 or something. I mean, That's it's right, yeah. unbelievable. So, and what, what he also did that, was his last 5K was a sub-14-minute 5K. Unbelievable. How on earth can you do that?
2: It's unbelievable stuff. I mean, Berlin, obviously, is known for the record. We talked about that last week. It's a, it's a marathon that is it's a quick course. They, they do what they need to financially and, and bringing in athletes and setting up to go for records, but you can't take any away from this guy. It's He is, without a doubt, the GOAT, the greatest of all time in marathon running at the moment. It's crazy. It's, it's unbelievable.
0: Eight sub-15 minute park runs back to back. I mean, if you, as yeah. a sort of, uh, low-level club runner, you put that into context, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a crazy achievement. Well, and
2: one that, that, one stat I really like like that is they're talking about the, the various splits. Now, I think it's, someone said it's something like, uh, let me get this right, 200 metres in 34 seconds times 211 with zero recovery oh. now that's a uh, so what's that that's uh, about a 60 68 400 and it comes in at, I think his average miles 438 now so I, I, I'm, a re- I'm a I would say I'm a, I'm a solid club runner I wouldn't certainly wouldn't stay with him for a mile I would stay with him for a kilometre would be a tough ask
1: what's that per key? Ooh, now you're get your calculator around. out yeah no sorry <laughs> <laughs> is it not, not like 240 per K must be
2: well actually yes yeah, so he, was, he was knocking out 248, 250 yeah. in the first half because I remember he went through halfway in like 29 sorry went through 10k in 29 something so uh, unbelievable so huge huge result in the world of running there the question is how long is that that record going to sit now we've seen it broken I actually ran Berlin 2008 when Geber Selassie broke the record and it's been you know, broken a handful of times since then I, unless Kipchoge himself goes for it again, I can't see this being broken for a long time. Yeah, I mean, I, this I,
1: is a Usain Bolt nine fifty eight job. I totally agree. Like, I mean, I think we haven't even alluded to the fact that he he was so close to the sub two hour. Okay, it was in controlled conditions. Um, it was the sub the night two hour project. Mm-hmm. Um, where was it? Was it Monaco? Uh, was Monza,
2: right? Italy. Italy.
1: It was on that Formula One racing track. Uh, the, he had the fancy night training shoes. I'm sure he had them on anyway. On the time, but um, like that that car was acting as a wind mm-hmm. buyer You had a group of runners who were getting drafted in to draft him. Now, and he what, what did he run? He ran two hours flat. Two hours flat, thirty three seconds. Uh, Twenty five uh, seconds. Um, for that, for Berlin, he didn't have any of that. Like he was running for the first twenty-five k with, with pacers. The yeah. pacers couldn't keep up with him after that, and that, that was it. He was running the last, um, you know, eighteen. Oh, here we go, seventeen k by himself. It was over 10 no miles. pacers, over ten miles, and he manages to break the world record by, Oof, a minute, over a minute, over a minute, seventy odd seconds, which is just incredible. So, um yeah uh, really good to see um, well, uh, it's inspiring does, mean, does it does it right, question for you guys do you think Kipchoge can break the sub two hour mark now under controlled conditions I think in controlled or conditions or even yes. in non-controlled conditions like if he had Pacers who were able to draft in during a marathon Oof. Like, and that's controversial, real, but the real
0: question is if he can, somebody in the next five years can. You know, yeah. that time is only going to decrease and decrease. Yeah, yeah. So. And,
1: and, and another question would be is it, you know, like, do we feel this is a, a valid record, a valid world record? Is he clean? Is he? I, and I know that's controversial yeah. to say, but I'm so going to put out there. Um Like, we we're, were seeing, uh, we were speaking, in, um who's our guy uh, as Bill yeah, look what happened to him. He was one of these inspiring guys who, and all of a sudden, he's been he's been uh, found guilty for for performance enhancing drugs. So I I think so on those two points. I think firstly,
2: I think that record will stand for ten years, personally, at least. I I just think that's monumental, monumental stuff. I get it does. It will be a more. I'm sure it will, it will. trigger a mindset change, but no one's even close to that at the moment. Yeah. You know, it wasn't even. It wasn't even a race on Sunday. The guy is in a different league in terms of his cleanliness. I, you know, I hope to. I really hope to God he is. I think he he comes across. You know, people would say to me, "Oh, he's a nice guy." They can't. Oh, I've never met him, so people can't. It makes me laugh. People make that comment. He comes across really well. I would. I would be like most athletics fans, gutted if he if it wasn't the case. But I. I, I can't see it. I think he's a very talented guy. You look at his background on the track, his, his history at Tip Marathon. This is not a flash in the pan. This is his, it's something like his 11th marathon, 10th victory. He's run he's run consistently fast. He's, you know, if you've watched the... the I know it's controversial. Some people are not big supporters of it, but the Nike Breaking 2 project, watch the National Geographic documentary on it. <clears throat> it's really interesting. The guy is he has got a clear work ethic, um, he's very, he appears very grounded he appears very committed to his craft and I think he's a, he's a guy who just is, he is just simply the greatest of all time and, and I really hope that that is the case and we don't find out in fact I'm sure we won't find out evidence to, to prove that otherwise
1: Yeah I mean you know, I think what we have to mention is speaking about performance enhancing drugs like the, the South Africans have always been good runners now they enhance no, uh, East yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Done it again. No, no, did, yes. take I'm yeah. so sorry. Valley's a long way from
0: uh, yeah. hey, I've,
1: I've got an excuse this time. Make sure you edit that out, Tom. Yeah. Um, now they've got a, you know you've you've nailed it in the head. Like they are fantastic runners, um, with or without performance-enhancing drugs. Now, not every single one is going to be on them. Like there's no doubt about that you look at where they live how they train that's what you should be doing as a runner now you're going to improve if you you have that ethic regardless of where you live Um, but you know there's an element of genetics there will be no doubt Um, but yeah um, you know I think the the, the record for me personally I believe that he is uh, clean Um, he's got a fantastic running style you look at him he just looks it's like music isn't it you know it's just like music we're watching him poetry yeah like, nice. that's the exact right. phrase i was looking for and um, that's why we should have three podcasters on the show <laughs> yeah not nah. just the one the i two, see a feature of very uh
0: sort of co exactly <laughs> co- uh, what's the word i'm looking for Podcast. <laughs> no.
1: so now nah, really, yeah anyway emotion Co-hosts. Is, Co-hosts. yes I'm, I'm rambling on i've had I've, i think i've had uh i've, I've put my point across hopefully yeah. yeah
2: very elegant but anyway i think we've talked that's, okay we, we just wanted to touch on that listen we know it's not a scottish result but we think it's important and worth capturing in terms of british results we you know had a look there's a few some good good british performances um uh not any scottish performances that we've seen of note at the front but the one we do want to give a shout out to is an aberdeenshire runner uh, marie baxter who was the 10th brit uh at the, at the berlin marathon and marie ran a 258 i believe so well done marie that's a uh, a strong. Good to see a good Scottish performance coming out at the Berlin Marathon.
1: So, so yeah. So um, we've rounded up the 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 boring part now. Here's to the exciting part. This is it. This is probably the part that we enjoy the most: is interviewing our guests on yes. the show. Because we don't have to speak to each other, uh, <laughs> we can speak to someone different, and uh, yeah, and it's usually quite enjoyable. We've got the of questions; we want to know other elements of, of um, you know the beer mile, for example. So yeah, all absolutely. this to, to come come along. And um, so now, I uh, just just to introduce um, George. I know we've already had the introduction and stuff. Now I came to I, I kind of discovered Active Route um, probably uh, accidentally um a couple what, a couple of years ago now oh, yeah. it 2016 yeah 2016 when there was the East District Cross Country Championships uh, in Aberdeen i had a terrible run like i i say i had I actually had a really good run um uh, you know based on the circumstances he was hanging i was absolutely hanging and i'm i'm you know i'm not going to lie like i had a works night out in down in um, Birmingham for it was like the national fitness awards we had a really good night we won an award that was like the customer service award so it was the night before and I had to fly down on the Saturday morning to the race in Aberdeen. To a long weekend. And this was my first race for the club, first race for Metro Aberdeen. So I had to be light and proud and, and represent, you know, even even if I was hanging, I was still going to be in that start line. Bad mistake. <laughs> so my warm-up entailed lying under a bush saying, I can't get up and do our strides. I can't, there's no way I can do a warm-up. If I can't do a warm-up, there's no way I'm going to be able to race. Now, I don't know if anyone's experienced this, but I'm, I, you know, I'm, I'm not gonna uh, promote drinking. But if uh, you all do have a, if you have a good time and you've got a race the following day and you're hanging, now just try it out. Like you might find that you're not going to be able to run. Never mind, uh, never mind. Walk, um, but try it. You know, just get in the start line. Adrenaline will start pumping, and when that gun goes, you're in a different world. You are in race mode and that's how I felt when I was doing that cross country I felt great I didn't feel like I was drunk I was still drunk that time anyway but I felt great like I had a decent run I think I was 16th I know it's probably not the greatest district champs though um I, I thought alcohol calling your system. Yeah, well that, that's it. I think I did get a. Uh, I, I, I did get picked for this district. <laughs> yeah, <you know, laughs> that's that's always. Uh, you know, there you go. I mean, that's a lesson for
2: you Yeah, yeah. They did you know, know about, run faster. They did
1: know about my background that day, but hey, I don't care. i mean, I've been in the game for that long that you know you're allowed to have a good time now and again, and you know I don't live for running. You know I live for life, so. Uh, and I'm sure we all do here <laughs> yeah. there's another lesson for you folks this
2: is the longest introduction to active root. yeah though. anyway I'm getting uh, there <laughs> hey
0: just let me finish we're both about drinking which is quite scary yeah. Right? Yeah. Hey, so, hey, so like anyway
1: it. anyway, so I finished my race and then the moment I finish I am back to where I was before the race started hanging, puking just oh, having good. a really bad time but Tom, uh, we we decided that I were staying at Tom and Fiona's that night with myself and Debbie. Debbie wasn't having any of it. She wasn't happy with how it was you know the way I was and blah 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 blah. Fair enough, you know. So Tom, when we get when but having puking in uh, Tom's street after I puked in Tom's street uh, as I came out the car, uh, Tom Tom ushered me into his ha- is in his home. Onto his bed, I lay there for about spare half an bed. hour. An hour, spare bed, yeah. <laughs> um, lay there for about an hour, and uh, and Tom Tom brings me a a a, a fantastic concoction of um, of hangover cure, known as Active Root. <laughs> um, and I tell you, I tell you, that woke me up. That sorted the hell out of me. The electrolytes, the you know, the the sugar, um, the. In the, obviously, the it's ginger. The ginger, the yeah. ginger. The, 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 We're going to hear a lot about ginger in the next
0: five minutes. The, the potent
1: ingredient in it was fantastic. So I had a couple of litres of that, and <laughs> yeah. I was back in the game. Like I was back in the game, ready to start the metro night out in the pub. Um, and, yeah. and yeah, it was. It did the trick for me. Now that's not the reason for active root. So. Um, so yeah, that that was my first experience of, of active root, and uh, you know I swear by the stuff. I think it's um, for me. I like ginger, um, and I know you've obviously got a few other you know there's a couple of other flavors which are coming out uh, or have come out yeah. and all ginger
0: based though. I well, think that is the most reverse introduction to active root ever. <laughs> oh, I loved it. Thank you, Carl. Yeah, no problem. So yeah. so
1: yeah, so uh, yeah, that was my experience of active root. So anyway, I've. That, I want to bring it back back to you because it's not all about me unfortunately. <laughs> uh, so, so George, like you know've we've chatted about you know you as a runner and um, but what I've been intrigued to, to know is just how you, you know you're the, the founder of active route.
0: I should stress, co-founder.
1: Co-founder of ActiveRoot. Yeah. Sorry. Um, and yeah, just tell us a little bit about the the brand, um, other than you know that it's a, a great hangover cure. Um. It's. Um, I, I
0: tell you, the expos and the events that we've done over the last eighteen months, sort of off the record, it's not on the website. ActiveRoot is a great hangover cure, yeah. but that, that's <laughs> not the reason we started the uh, the company and sort of de- developed the product and brought it to market. Um, so, we are Scotland's only sports drink company. Uh, if you've not heard of Acta it's the world's only ginger-based sports drink. So, the story started in a pub in Edinburgh back in 2013. We talked about HBT earlier. Yeah. Um, a good friend, Will, Will Townsend. Hi, Will. Hi, Will. Um, He, I have to give credit to him. The original concept was his. So, as a young boy growing up in Yorkshire, if he had an upset stomach, as a lot of young boys do growing up, and girls... Uh, he was given a ginger beer by his mother to sort of alleviate the uh, the stomach discomfort. So, move forward 20 years, uh, and both of us have sort of uh, experienced, as I've mentioned, sort of long Sunday runs and things so far. Um, whenever I've gone on a long Sunday run, sort of 10, 15 miles in, you go to the local Scott Mid or co op. And you, you buy yeah. your fifty p glucosade or generic glucoside, <laughs> yeah. and it's like it's just like sugar water, basically. and it, yeah. it kind of does the job, but it tastes a bit crap. Yeah. It's sickly. It's artificial. Um, Will in in the in the past, is sort of, he, he's a triathlete. I should stress, and a, a much better runner than I am. But both of us sort of had this conversation in this pub back in two thousand and thirteen that there was sort of a, a need for a, a sports drink to settled the stomach because a lot of not just runners but triathletes and cyclists experience. Nausea and stomach discomfort from it could be anxiety or like nerves before a race, yeah. maybe your first marathon, or like you said, when the start gun goes, you know, sort of adrenaline is going, and you sort of, you know, you're in that state of mind where it's you're quite sort of stressed and yeah, nauseous. Yeah. Um, and then, obviously, during a race and after a race, from either gels or physicality, the, whatever your event you're doing, yeah. you can get these symptoms. So, uh, we developed Active Root starting in my kitchen back in 2013. Uh, and now what we're five years later, and we're stocked in about nearly fifty stores across the UK, Easy, mostly yeah. in Scotland. Um, shout out to people like Run for It and Daisley who have been sort of brave enough to, to gamble on us to stock us and yeah. um, sort of expose us to the, the the Scottish athletic world. Yeah, not just running but cycling and OCR and things like that as well. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's uh, if you ever feel any of these if, if the, any of these problems feel familiar to your listeners then active root might be something for yeah. you it's, it's completely natural it uses uh sucrose not multidextra like the other sports drinks so that kind of compounds the effect of the ginger yeah. to make your stomach feel better and if you feel better you're yeah i'm not i'm not guaranteeing a pb but you're certainly gonna sort of um feel better while you're exercising and that could lead to better performances
1: and yeah that's the sort well, of the, the crux well, behind it well, one,
2: one thing i think is interesting you talk about sort of the nutritional side of it and all right, so I'll be honest here, uh, listeners. I've run, I've run on active route. I've run a marathon period active route. I've run, I've had good runs. I've had some bad runs, but I, I, you know, I run with active route. And I, uh, one thing that's always struck me, George, and I'm interested to get your comments on this. So, sh- the ginger base aspect of it is strong. So yep. Obviously, it settles the stomach. From a carbohydrate perspective, because if you're a runner, you're looking for energy to support you. Now, you talk about the drink is all about balance, fuel, and hydrate. So, from a balance i get that ginger where's so on a fueling perspective um carbohydrate you're talking about we've got the sashimi in front of us here per 500 mil serving so that's uh 33 grams of carbohydrate so so there's a there is a fueling aspect to it as well
0: yeah absolutely so it's yeah. um like you said if you're doing endurance sport you need fuel yeah. so there's there's a trend in modern society that sugar is bad um, if you're sort of passive and you eat too much sugar or drink too much sugar then yeah sugar is bad but ultimately the human body needs sugar and if you're doing running from 5Ks to ultra marathons you definitely need sugar so most of the sports drinks out there including things like um, you know the one that ends in five and the ones that sounds like uh, hiss um, <laughs> <laughs> not, not that this is the BBC but you know what I'm talking about hey, they're, it's okay, they're, yeah. they're, they're based on multidextrin which is like not necessarily a natural sugar and it's a different scope on the GI index um scale so, so we, what does that mean then so, so we, we we, not, we George we use is a PhD listeners
2: <laughs> we don't <laughs> <laughs> actually I've
0: noticed a lot of your uh, the runners that you mentioned on this like your, your good wife and uh, Chris Jones actually have PhDs yeah true so yeah I'm we kind pick, of like an outlier and we pick like the best don't yeah, yeah, that's that's right. Right. not not being an amazing runner which is something I noted to do earlier but um <laughs> Uh, yeah, so sucrose is a, it's a lot easier on the stomach, so it, the, the energy based in sucrose is, rela- is um, released longer, uh, sort of okay. over a more sort of gradual period, so, and there's also, there's been a study uh, at the University of Bath that was reported in the Guardian a number of a couple of years ago that sort of showed that sucrose over other sugar forms is easier on the stomach, so okay. like you alluded to, ginger is the main kind of USP where, mm-hmm. you, where you would use active root over other sports products or sports yeah. nutrition products. So the the secondary USP is the fact that we use sucrose, not multidextrin like some of the uh, the leading brands. Yeah. So,
1: so so what's the difference between multidext? You know the, the difference between them both. Like, um well, well obviously looking at the ingredients now. Um, my coach Lewis spoke about the the need for not just um, glucose but but fructose as well. Um yep. When you're exercising, when uh, say exercising, when you're competing, yeah. Um, the the difference. You know, that having both the glucose and the fructose, you can only take so much glucose in, um, yeah. and then you can only, and when, when you can't take any more glucose in, what you can take is you can take more fructose. Aye. Um, now, I mean, I, again, I'm not a nutritionalist, but I, you know, when I'm doing a race, that that's something that I would be looking for is, is the balance of glucose and fructose and making sure that I'm having mm. both of those, yeah, yeah. not just having a pure glucose drink. No, and, and and I know that's what, what Lucozade would would have You've
0: you, exactly. you kind of answered your own question there, yeah. so glu- glucose and um, fructose are monosaccharides so whereas sucrose is a disaccharide so sucrose is 50-50 yeah. glucose and fructose so, you know, it's uh, from a carbohydrate perspective it's a it's, uh, it's more of a complex molecule so it, 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 they're all carbs yeah but sucrose because of its sort of chemical composition is easier on the stomach so yeah. it's providing indirectly the glucose and the fructose that yeah. you need when it's broken down in your stomach yeah. so ah, does, okay uh, yeah. uh, okay i understand
2: uh,
1: that yeah. and also you know the electrolyte side as well as something which is not you know the fuel and the, the yeah the so we can, the we product. contain
0: sea salt in yeah. within active roots. so uh, obviously sea salt it salt is obviously sodium chloride so you know it fulfills your sodium yeah. which is the main electrolyte that you lose when you sweat yeah. when you're running or when you're cycling yeah. um and sea salt contains negligible traces of negligible traces even of um uh, potassium and um magnesium yeah. which are the two key electrolytes when you're yeah. doing endurance uh, exercise they're, they're they're not added like things like other products maybe like noon are but we're not sort of marketing ourselves as an electrolyte drink. Yeah, okay. it, that's kind of like a um, a contributory factor to active root that we have the a, the electrolytes, the isotonic levels, yeah. that sort of endurance athletes need. So. Yeah,
1: definitely. Now, what I would say is, you know, I've been I've kind of just um, painted a painted a picture that I'm this drunk who just takes active root uh, for for a, for a hangover. But it, I have tried it. it. Yeah, you know, I have tried yeah. it for um, for when I'm doing. And you know, I must admit, I haven't done it in races, but I've certainly done it in training runs. Um, and, uh, I, you know, for me as an ultra runner, um, I completely see why, I know not everyone likes ginger, I get that, but, you know, there's always going to be that, somebody doesn't yeah. like drink. Yeah, and, yeah. Um But for me, like, the ginger side of things and the benefits it has in terms, of, like, I've done ultra races long runs, not even long, like, ultra long runs, and I've puked and I've felt nauseous and taking a few and I know I've got quite a, I've said it in the past I've got quite a, a solid stomach anyway mm-hmm. um, but like something like this for, for a lot of listeners is going to be like the ginger side in, is going to help them reduce the nausea not the, the nausea um, but not not only even if it you know the physiological effect of it reducing it's the psychological effect as well yeah. so if I was doing an ultra race or someone who who Texas, us the psychological impact of having something which you think is going to reduce the, the nausea is, is going to make a huge difference oh, yeah. Um, so yeah I mean, I, certainly you know, I, you know.
0: To, to address yeah. one of your points though you mentioned the, the taste of ginger so yeah. from you know we've talked to thousands of people now yeah. uh, who have tried it, uh, everything from the London Marathon to the Scottish running and outdoor pursuit show in Glasgow yeah. and everything geographically in between over the last 18 months or so um, about one in ten people don't like the taste of ginger you know, not so everybody either. likes ginger beer. Yeah. yeah But yeah. so to sort of to, to combat that, the a, a the ginger in the original product is it, it's very mild, and it's sort of balanced by the citric acid. Yeah. But we like we have the the ginger and green tea flavor, and so, the new ginger and mint flavor to so to combat those things. So, so that's
2: right. an interesting one. So I understand. So Kyle has tried uh, the original flavor. but Kyle's never actually tried the new green tea flavor. So, well, there's a, nothing like the. So present. so George has kindly provided an a a handful of of active root for us to try. So. I've so, never tried the gin, I've already drunk it tonight, um, alongside the the beers we're having here, but so Kyle now is going to try the green tea flavour and give us his give us his uh, opinion on it. I,
1: exa- I, I am, uh, what I would say is, George was just about to say, right, I'm getting my sashes out on the table, and I was like, oh God, what, what are we doing, are we, <laughs> what's this powder we're going to be taking in? The- <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, it's, all, uh, it's all very healthy, it's a healthy uh, evening we're having, curry, absolutely beer and active root, what absolutely. a night. Nice, like, exactly yeah and I did a hard session today so yeah. I need to it was up. also
2: I will add it was a homemade curry loaded with turmeric so it's good for you Cal. it's mm. not a takeaway
1: oh oh that is really nice yeah you, you, you don't really it's quite smooth uh, you don't really taste the ginger that much aye less you, so than the first yeah less so than yeah. the first first one that's right so the,
0: the whole idea we're, we're going to have three flavours by Christmas so the original ginger ginger yeah. and green tea and ginger and peppermint so uh, ginger and green tea is a much more earthier kind of like milder flavor yeah, contrasted yeah. with the, the the more sweeter flavor of the original yeah. so if you're doing a, a marathon or a sportif say you're doing a 50k sportif on a bike or even an ultra marathon you would take the original flavor in the earlier stage of the race and the ginger green tea or the ginger mint in the latter stage of the race cause right, it's okay. and not so sharp on the tongue interesting more sort yeah. of like sweet um, compared to the earlier one so it's a lot of it's to do with perception but the different flavors help kind of like um, aid that perception and sort of settle your stomach along yeah. the way so fantastic that's the sort of the thinking so, behind the three flavors
2: so yeah. for listeners who are interested in, in drinking active root and there, there's there seems to be more and more of them but where where would one buy active root
0: oh the classic question um i'd like ask for mention so if you're living in scotland uh run for it is uh one of our was our first big retailer um tyzo also in scotland and then we're also spread across various uh, up and runnings and independent retailers across the uk but you can buy it online at amazon or activeroot.co.uk
2: and so one thing for our listeners actually if you are look uh, active root have kindly um i've kindly offered a, a deal for tartan running shorts listeners actually so if you um if you would like a starter pack in fact george you want to i'm still in your thunder here do you want to uh, do you want to tell the listeners what about this uh it's a superb offer that you're offering them
0: yeah absolutely so if, if, if you like what you hear um, just go to activeroot.co.uk and you can get a, a 750ml sports bottle plus two sachets one of the original one of the green tea um, I'm afraid the, the mint's not out yet just for £5 and use the discount code TartanShorts on the website and th- th- fill your boots I I, I I hope you guys enjoy it so we, we, are, we are new to the market and we appreciate um, any listener support it's a great product,
3: but not that I'm biased. <laughs> I think, think we can,
1: uh, you know. I mean, I can certainly vouch. I've, I've got nothing but, but positive um, info to provide to you know about Active Root. I think it's, it's great. I mean, what you know, we're, we're having beers at the moment. Now I'm going back to the beer joke here, but we're drinking beers and we're fueling with Active Root electrolytes. Yeah. Hydrating while you're drinking is very important to do. So Absolutely. Especially if you want to do a session tomorrow as well, you need to be uh, adequately hydrated. So. Maybe there's
0: more applications for room beyond the endurance. But uh, hey, there, there, we, there
2: we go. <laughs> so on the on the, fact of it, you've got a few, you have a few ambassadors, and I think I'm correct in saying that our interviewee from a couple of weeks ago, Andy Douglas, yeah, a, yeah. and uh, there's also another Metro. Andy guy. did a great blog for
0: us back in February. So did he? Okay. Thank you Andy,
2: so. uh, Hamish Battle, you've got who's a Metro Hill runner. Jemima Cooper, Age Group Triathlete, uh, Lucia Lush, Leonard, Ultra Runner. So Lucia, I mean. Lucia Runner. Beg your pardon, Lucia. Um, so, what's that? What? How are these? Are these athletes that you're working with sponsoring? Or? Yeah,
0: I, I mean, a lot of them have grown organically because we are a startup, so sort of people that we've met at sort of events, expos, races that we've been to and, and helped out at. Um, but we have had one round of sort of official applications, so and our second round opens in October. So, we're looking for people, we're not just looking for pro athletes or very, very good athletes. If you are one of those, fantastic. But we're looking for sort of people who enjoy a park run or are looking training to do their first triathlon. Some sort of genuine, real people who the, the criteria for being an ambassador is that you, you like and gain real benefit from Active Group or one of its derivatives. Um, and that you have, you're like an, an aspiring amateur athlete of some description. Not, not, not just runners, but cyclists and. Obstacle course runners, uh, mm-hmm. mountain bikers, that kind of thing, and the, um, if you enjoy doing things on social media and want to promote the the brand that you you believe in, then we can provide you with obviously sort of um, you know free products and t-shirts and things like that. And yeah, check out our website. The applications open in October. So. Excellent. Yeah.
2: What about you? Uh, and the last thing I want to ask you about is, uh, and I hope we do see some uh, tartan running shorts listeners as ambassadors. So get involved. The last thing I want to ask you about is the your mascot, ah, which uh, which has jumped out and Kyle's just G- pointed. Ginger it. the fox. <laughs> yes, <laughs> <laughs> you noticed. I mean, it's, it's not like it's not on our branding or everybody's <laughs> faces. So, yeah, I've just, just realised Rob Turner. Sorry, listen, I'm browsing the website, interrupting, uh, interrupting Gash here. Rob, Robert Turner. British hundred kilometer ultra champions also an uh, ambassador. Yeah, so
0: um, yeah, he's he's a he's a friend of our uh, our our solo employee uh, James Wardie, second best running uh, hill runner in Scotland. You know, no biggie. Uh, <laughs> fr- fr- friend of the brand and the show, you yeah, should yeah, say. He is. a friend uh, he, he does I mean, have, I mean, you called uh, him out, uh, Tubby on a I, I intense, did. Uh, yeah. Do you know he Very he, he's Not anymore. Was, he, he sent it, me a
1: message yes. and I didn't have a clue what it was about, and I thought, oh god, yeah. what have I said? Yeah, and you, I had to you, ask you hurt his that. feelings you really I, did you I know, I, know I, I can you know I, I James is a big boy he can uh, he is. not not but in yeah. a big boy anymore but um, yeah I'm sure you'll, you'll uh, he's a mature you'll, lad I know. Um, yeah. I, I'll, I'll send my apologies to him for, for uh, he's a credit
0: to his sport and his employer.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure so yeah yeah, uh, yeah well done James just um, uh, no hard feelings mate yeah, no, so Robert's a great ambassador for us,
0: like you said, know, he's the 100km distance runner uh, champion for the UK, and uh, he, yeah, he's fantastic, so he, he is a, a regular user of ActiveRoot and swears by mm-hmm. for his training, so yeah, so, uh, yeah he's a the, the high-caliber ambassador, but like I said, we're looking for a diversity of ambassadors, so the key thing is that you genuinely enjoy the product and you're, you're looking to improve your sport or whatever that may be, so. Yeah.
1: Fantastic! Right, so George, this is uh, the, the other element of, of the show that we we love to to, to ask our listeners, uh, our listeners, our interviewees about. Uh, is the fartlet questions. So we've got a few lined up for you as as we uh, wolf down a couple of a couple of uh, beers. So, who, do you, do you, you want to kick off we'll alternate? Uh, we'll alternate, yeah. Since we're together, eh? <laughs> yeah, we're holding hands. Yeah. Really pretty gentleman, fart. Yeah, there we yeah, go. Yeah. Right, you ready?
0: alright favourite shoe running shoe or generally
1: running no one has ever
3: clarified that I know that.
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> well it's a running uh, podcast I don't, so I, I I uh, don't want to know about your Ben Sherman Socony <laughs> GT 2000s Socony GT 2000s yeah. or 1000s GT one
0: something GT is that yeah. the ASICS GT uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Fair. Well, fairly easy right. we yeah the beers may be kicking <laughs> in then, no
2: one has ever got that question wrong <laughs> uh,
0: pre-race meal that pre-race meal depends on the time of day uh, porridge probably it's my sort of go-to with a banana and some Nutella oh,
1: yeah. favourite race Ooh,
0: black rob five
1: okay. interesting
0: cross country or hills uh, given my background, it has to be cross country. Co or a
1: vet?
2: Co or a vet? Okay. Yeah. That doesn't surprise me. Uh, Favourite distance?
0: Uh, 10k. HBT or Hades? Oh, HBT, but I love the Hades. <laughs> Favourite beer? Ooh, at the moment, probably the last beer I had last night was Jarl, so. Nice, it's good. They are. Well, yeah. What kind of
1: beer is that? It's
0: an IPA from uh, Williams. No, it's not Williams. It's not Williams. It's, it's Harvest in, Student. Harvest Student. Is that in Vermont? It could be in Vermont. Yeah, yeah, it's one of the centre scholars.
1: I'm still looking for a beer sponsor, by the way. podcast <laughs> <listeners>. <laughs> yeah, yeah, So yeah, any of you yeah. got beer beer people out there? Yeah. We <laughs> we we want to fund our our podcasting and reduce our. Um, improve our uh, what's, what's the word confidence yes uh, while we while we present the TRS that's TV a weak listeners. attempt to at getting free beer so, but so they made, they, yeah, <laughs> we've we we've, made, we've reached out to a couple but n- not to any avail just yet anyway I'm I'm totally going off topic here early morning or late night shuffle shuffle As in a run oh late night <laughs> <laughs> favourite session
0: uh, training session, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, I've always been a fan of the 9 minute time 3 actually. Just because to past the like, watershed now doesn't mean it is when <laughs> yeah. listening to this. 9 minutes time 3 with a 2.5 minute recovery. It's that is,
2: uh, that is an intro. I've never heard of that session. 9 minutes 10 it's, it's
0: perfect 10k training. Is it? Uh, shout out to the mid pack cap in Edinburgh on a Monday night. <laughs> All right, uh, it's, it's, a it's a regular. Nice. <laughs>
1: Very good. So, uh, yeah. Favourite active root flavour? Original. Original The original
0: and the best. But the new ones are also very good. Yeah. Right. Uh, Pump up music? Pump up music. Oh. Oh, now you're asking. Probably something like Ooh Wee by uh, What's his name? The lad from Dumfries. Calvin Harris.
1: Favourite bog trotter?
0: Favourite bog trotter. Uh, my current favourite is Jill Stevens, the uh, the current captain. She's a fan of active root and a kick-ass hill runner, and uh, yeah, she's very forgiving. Shit,
1: uh, <laughs> I was about to shit, shit out. Uh, shout out! That's uh, too many beers again. Shout out to Jill. I know Jill. Uh, pretty, uh, not not a huge amount, but yeah, she's a yeah. You're right. She's, she's a great, great she's hill. She's a great hill runner um, and a great person. Really positive and a very good captain. For, yeah, I uh, think she just really won the Scottish uh, the Scottish Championship um league, league races as well yeah. she there was a ben ripio Rype, uh, recipe i oh, God knows what it's called but okay. a fancy gaelic name somewhere um so oh. yeah she just won that race a she's a bit. classic
0: example of somebody who was like a, an average runner and then trained hard over a you know period of three four years and yeah. became amazing so you know mm-hmm. she's an inspiration to any runner out there so. nice
1: excellent so that's our last question but what what i never we never spoke about you know I know a few of the bog trotters, and you know, just in the past, and you know, I mean, I, I met you. I the Mighty Deer Stalker about twelve years. Was it was it was your year birthday party twelve, that, that 12 that years that'll ago. That'll six years, years ago. Six years. I'm currently thirty-six.
0: Yeah, you're doing. you running ruining George's online years. dating profile. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For any listeners who
2: want to fancy a date, you know, yeah, applications yeah. on the back of the post go. Yeah. <laughs> apply. You can <laughs> apply for either um, an ambassador role with Active or just a date of,
1: with a guy. Yeah, this is going downhill fairly quickly. Yeah, we're gonna yeah, have to, yeah. We're gonna have to. Cut it off soon. But what I was wanting to mention was, um, now this guy is a, an inspiration to me, um, now I did say we were chatting about beer and running, is uh, Rob Thomas. Now, Ro- Robin Thomas, Robin Robin Thomas. Thomas <laughs> sorry, I don't even know his name anymore, it's, uh, no, Robin Thomas. Or <laughs> well, YPE to his yeah, friends. Wh- yeah, y- yeah, now I'm sure a lot of the listeners, you know, certainly down in the central belt will know who he is and... His, his legendary status? Absolutely, um, for many reasons. Yeah, and now I met him, the first time I met him was at the Isle of Man Easter f- r- Festival of Running. Where, um, you know, that, just to give you an outline of what that festival is, it's a, a 10k in, in a pier. Is it Pure uh, No, the 10k
0: is in Port Erin St. Mary.
1: Port Erin, On a yeah. Friday night. Oh, sorry, well, you'd call, yeah. On good the, Friday, The yep.
0: four mile hill race on the Saturday. Yeah.
1: That's right, I won that once, by Did the you? Bit. Yep, good that. to think. That's that is a, a real climb was right? a, it was a slow a slow uh, oh, you've a got to be in it to win it well that's it yeah, yeah. it's amazing what, uh, what you do when you kick people at the start <laughs> right? um, and then there was the following day and, but after you do the Peel race it's you run from Peel to Douglas oh. and there used to be 13 pubs
0: oh it used to be it's more it, like, it's seven like 7 or 8 seven now 7 or 8 now yeah, yeah. they did yeah. close
1: during you know as, as time went on um, and uh, I think it was pub number 7 I met Rob Robin, and uh, you know we we're finally few, caught up with you. We fight, yeah. yeah. There's <laughs> a, just uh, again, just to outline, it's a thirteen-mile run.
2: Yeah, having run a four-mile hill race and a ten-k the
1: day before, yeah. Yeah. and you drink. You know, the the aim. It's not the aim. You can do it. It's you basically want. a running pub girl Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you have a pint in each. You know, for me, I had a pint in each pub, and by the time you get to mile ten, you're you're not Done. really running anymore. Yeah. You're just it's like enjoying yourself left yeah, now I met Robin there and now his story, like he was a fantastic runner back yeah. back when he was young, like a, a 14, 45k, a 225 marathon, a 31 10k. Yeah. Um, but he also had, this is probably his best achievement 100 miles, no, 100 beers. Yes, and 100 hours. In miles. 100 hours. Yeah. So it's the Centurion. In it's
2: 100 hun- miles. In 100 miles. 100, yeah. 100 miles and 100 pints. So drink 100 miles. R- sorry, drink 100 pints, run 100 miles, all within 100 hours. That's correct. So it's effectively a marathon a day for four days and drinking 24 pints
0: in each of those days. It's the stuff Effectively. Yeah. When did you do it? It was 1972, <laughs> but if any listeners disagree with me, it could have been 1974, but it was thereabouts. And uh, there's been many independent verification, verificated witness accounts to you know, it's true basically.
1: So the it's beer in, is it's, in, it. it's incredible. Yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, he's the only person
0: to ever have done it within the UK at least. So
1: now, for him to do that, like, you know, how, how did he feel at the end of it? Was he like, I never really got, I don't got know, Carl, I wasn't there. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I thought you were. 12
0: years after my 30th yeah maybe it was. <laughs> they've got junior races in the other <laughs> nine right so, yeah. um,
2: I think we need to ask the man himself sometime and get him on I mean he's a, he's a real stalwart of Scottish
0: athletics he really would be is. a fantastic future interviewee. Yeah.
1: he's he's a huge um, ambassador for he's, he's got a huge role to play um, within your club, within so uh, your club he's well, the, he's it, he's
0: the permanent secretary, and I know he's kind of the patriarch. I mean that in a sort of a good way, not a bad way, yeah. of, of of the of the club. So I'm going to just he, everybody to, loves him.
2: So just really. to just to jump in here, so I'm on ScottishDistanceRunningHistory.com, which is a a real uh, resource, and the quote I'm going to quote them here: a real test of determination was the triple hundred when Robin managed to run 100 miles and drink 100 pints in 100 hours. This took place on the Isle of Man in 1978.
0: Oh, I I got the decade correct. Yeah.
2: So So it says, No less than an athlete drinking than the world uh, cross-country champion Dave Bedford, legend, was keen to offer his congratulations. Nowadays, Robin is aware this was a dangerous venture and does not, to quote Robin, does not want some youngster getting injured slash knocked down trying to emulate me. (coughs) Rules were 100 consecutive hours, no runs of less than three miles, no lager, must be really ill, no soft drinks <laughs> or shandy, and crucially, no honking. <laughs> <laughs> this,
0: this is a legendary, this guy's a legend. Rules that sound to this day, yeah. for the centurion. Well, so.
1: if, if it would be an honour to have Robin Thomas on the show. Um, well, you know, to, to show how hard it is, when,
2: uh, a year when George and I were on the Isle of Man, and actually we've since established Kyle was there at the same time, before we, we all knew each other. So there was a guy in our club at the Harry's at the time. He went for uh, he, re- he tried to go for the triple twenty-five <laughs> in the twenty-fifth anniversary of this of this uh, of Robin Centurion to emulate him. But he obviously didn't have the, the capacity to do all of it. So the plan was to do twenty-five pints, twenty-five miles in twenty-five hours, and he was a shambles of a man. So <laughs> that is enough to suggest never try that, homelesssters. This is something that only. Only legendary drinkers like Robin Thomas can handle. So, Robin, you're a legendary runner, legend, legendary drinker, and we hope to get you on
1: sometime. Uh, moving on to one of the other elements of, of our show is upcoming races. So, there's a few, a couple of races coming up. Not a huge amount on the calendar this this weekend. I think the you know we're getting to the season where races are starting to to reduce because mm-hmm. of the the, the 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 season, I suppose. And Um, We've got the Loch Ness Marathon And 10k Now we spoke about this Last uh, weekend The last episode So If you do If you haven't listened To episode number 20 If you want to listen About Find out about The preview Then you can Have a listen And uh, Yeah Hopefully If any of you are running Good luck to you Have a great race Hopefully Hurricane Alan Or whatever his name (laughs) is Uh, is Is uh, You've got got, Yeah Ali Hurricane Ali um, you've got a fantastic tailwind now. I don't know what, wh- where the tailwind's and going, group. but if you've got a tailwind, then ah, oh, you, you're going to have a great race there. Yeah. Hopefully, um, now uh, are you guys going to be? Uh, you, you guys? No, you're not at Loch Ness. Are you? Uh,
0: no, unfortunately yeah. not. Uh, we say look, we're we're a growing startup, and the, the conversation with the organisers of the Loch Ness Marathon haven't opened yet. But yeah. in the future, who knows? Yeah,
2: so definitely, yeah so Uh, we've we've also got um, this weekend
0: the Scottish Half
2: Marathon which is a race in Musselburgh so that is a that's a race it's it's not ironically the Scottish Half Marathon Championships but it is the self-entitled Scottish Half Marathon looks to be a great race Um, we've seen some good results from there in the past so good luck to everyone who's going down for that we look forward to recapping next week speaking of next week so just to give you a flavour of what's coming Next week, we were obviously we're aware that the 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 cross country season is is right upon us. So next week, we're really excited to be joined by Alex Jackson, who is a um, a real stalwart of Scottish athletics. Alex Jackson, M- Alex Jackson MBE, I should say, who um, who, who I spoke to earlier in the week, and we uh, it was a really really interesting discussion from Alex and his insight, um, a bit of insight into his background in Scottish athletics as a as an official and and you know and his role in athletics and cross country particularly in Scotland so if you're a fan of cross country sh- stay tuned next week for, for that interview with Alex and uh, and we'll talk a bit more about what's to come as we approach the winter season
1: Fantastic Tom um, so yeah I, I suppose last shout out and um, a real pleasure to have yourself on the show George um, we really really insightful about Active Root and about you, who you are what you do and Yeah, it'd be great to have you back on the show.
0: Thank you very much. It's been an absolute pleasure and a joy to be here, and uh, I hope I've uh, you know made it a bit more entertaining for the listeners, even though you know (laughs) (laughs) I hope I've added some value. (laughs) and uh, you
2: know talk them about a great sports drinker. but good time. luck with good luck with Glen Ogle we look forward to hearing about how you get on
0: thank you yeah maybe I can come back in November and tell you how I got on that'd, so be, fun,
1: you know. that, that'd be awesome because it's going to be a slow month in November <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we won't be training <laughs> it's going to be a slow race for me as well so hey, yeah. you know. no, I'm sure you'll do yeah. you'll do great I don't yeah. know what the hell we're going to talk about in November because none know. of us will be arsed training after <laughs> no. that um, so yeah hopefully we'll leave it to you to to, uh, I can fill some airways for you. Yeah, you so, can yeah. fill fill some yeah. of the gaps in for us. So uh, yeah. So I, as always, um, if you do want to get in contact, uh, unfortunately, we never really chatted about our rants. Now no. I'm gonna, I'm just going to leave it out now because you know, I, like I said, we don't your run turn into an ultra run. Um, so <laughs> if you do want to get in contact about anything on the show, or any questions that you might have, any Q and A's that you might want us to um, talk about when it's a slow week. Uh, feel free to email us at tartanrunningshorts at gmail.com or get us on our Facebook at tartanrunningshorts or we're also on Twitter at tartanshorts we are indeed, yeah so there you go now we're going to round off the show um, now we spoke about um, our Robin Thomas now he uh, he had a, an a, what was it, a, a acronym, ATFB is it? yeah oh so, the fucking best oh there you go so we're going to round that off with ATFB folks. ATF B. ATF
3: B guys.